Nation, thank you for tuning into the Love Quest podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. Amen. Amen. Can you give your neighbor a big old round of applause? Your neighbor, your neighbor, your neighbor. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to 2023. Yeah. Really quickly, what I am going to ask us to do is we're going to go back to our seats. And those that have not found a seat yet, please find a seat. We are going to sing a song, so, so, uh, uh, walk back to your seat song. So, all right. Do y'all know? If you know this song, go ahead and worship with us. Can everyone find a seat? Do we have any worshipers in here? Do we have any worshipers here? First day of the year, how you gonna worship? The Father is listening. Come on, sing out, sing out. Come on, just the music. Lift your voices and just give God some praise and sing your own song. Sing your own song. Father, we praise you. Father, we thank you for a brand new year. We surrender our praise to you. We surrender our worship to you. We surrender our plans to you. We surrender our families to you. We surrender our lives to you, Lord God. And we thank you. Come on, we thank you. We thank you. Go with the bridge.
Come on, lift your voices. Come on, lift your hands all over the room. Lift your hands all over the room. Lift your hands all over the room. And I want to help anybody in here tonight. You're like, man, my friend just asked me to come to church. I don't do all this worship and stuff. That's totally fine. But let me, let me help you. You are on borrowed breath. And so what you simply see us doing when we're worshiping, there is no music in the world that is more selfless than worship music. And this is why worship music brings us health because it's not a song about us. Every song we listen to, it's about our lives. It's about coming up. It's about turning up. It's about dropping it. It's about how I feel. But when I sing worship music, I take my mind off of me and I put them on someone who can switch my situation at any time. I put it on someone who can heal cancer, someone who can drop charges for somebody in prison, somebody who can open the eyes of the blind man, somebody who can raise the dead from the grave, somebody who can reconcile broken lives. How dare us go into one more year and make it about us. I don't know about you, but worrying about myself, it is stressful. Worrying about how I'm going to make it tomorrow, it is stressful. But there is someone who came out of his seat in heaven and came and took on a life like you and I and said, hey, I'm going to carry your tomorrow for you. He bought the right to say, don't worry about tomorrow, just focus on the day because tomorrow got its own worries. And so in this moment, what worship does is it puts my mind on today and it puts my mind on the one who is already in my tomorrow. So I don't got to worry about tomorrow. Why? Because he got it already. And when I'm worshiping, anything that was waiting for me tomorrow to destroy me, the angels are going into my tomorrow and removing all the roadblocks. So every day I wake up because the day before I sent forth a word, every day of my life I'm living in prophecy. So I don't got to worry about tomorrow when I enter tomorrow because I've already sent a word that can allow me to expect what tomorrow's going to look like. So tonight what I'm going to do is send forth a word from heaven that says my tomorrow will be victorious. No matter what meeting I walk in, no matter what room I walk in, no matter what comes and hits my house, victory is on the other side. Why? Because he sent his word to heal my disease. I don't know about you, but I ain't got time to wait till life happens to me. Maybe some of y'all sitting back waiting for life to happen. But I didn't get saved to wait for life to happen. I am what's happening. I know for some people you can't live like that. No, I am what's happening. No, when I show, when I walk in the room, everything changed. I don't know about you. You waiting for something to happen, and happen instead of being what's happening. Look at your neighbor, say what's happening, and then say me. 
This is what he said. This is what we're doing when we're worshiping. Your word is settled in heaven. So whatever he has said about you, guess what? It's settled. Whatever he has said about sickness, guess what? It's settled. Whatever he said about your finances, guess what? It's settled. Whatever he said about your body, guess what? It's settled. Come on, shout out, it's settled. It's settled. Oh, man. It's settled. Come on, lift your hands if you believe it's settled. This posture right here is why I could be a good, a good husband. Because I'm surrendered to a man greater than me. Guess what? I ain't the man. <laughs> he is the man. And because I'm in the man, I could be a man. And I could be the man that everybody that God's called me to need me to be. But it's hard being a husband without being in and under the very one that has orchestrated the institution of marriage. It's hard being a father without being in the father of fathers. What are we doing tonight? Why are we praising so much? Why are people losing their voices? Because there was a time that the first day of the year I was high. So I sowed a seed of destruction for whatever year that was. I don't know if you could, you could look at this blessing, but tonight the Lord has allowed us to have worship to be the first fruit of my year. And the Bible says, if the first is holy, then the whole lump is holy. If the first day of my year looked like this, wow! This is what the first day of my year looks like. Yes. This is what I'm saying, Elder John. I'm not waiting for what 2023 got. No, I'm, I'm man. This is the first fruit of my, this is, the, this is what the first day. And for y'all that missed baptism, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Man, we had 12 people go in the water. And then afterwards, we were like, anybody else want to jump in the water? How many more people? Five more people. Six more people said, hey, hey. So we had 17 people get baptized. That's what the first day of my year looks like. So if the first day of my year looks like glory, then the next 364 days is about to look like glory. Say it's settled. It is done. Look, look. If the first service of the year looks like this. Woo! 
Lord has a way to set your expectations. So once I see it, <laughs> it's hard to believe something you ain't seen. That's why every, you know, when they develop in homes, they got a, a model home. Love Quest, welcome, welcome to your model home. <laughs> hey, hey, you ready? Sometimes you got to spend money just to see. Sometimes you got to spend money just to see. And here, when God wants you to see it, then he'll sponsor the field trip. Yes, sir. Yesterday, we had three people and we had a fourth that just paid for yesterday. No, no, whatever. 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 We had another family that said we want to pay half of the whole thing of the first night. No, no, no. Yesterday, yesterday, today came in. Okay. All right. Yesterday, today came in. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. Now, now, look, it's a group of people that's in here for the next 364 days. You're going to try in all of your effort to do everything and make it happen. What I'm doing right now is I'm putting my trust in God because I ain't got the energy to work for all that God promised me. This is how I work. This is how I fight my battles. This is how my family wins. <laughs> so yesterday, today was paid for. All right. And then the night... We signed the papers, which was Tuesday, Wednesday. Half of yesterday was paid for. Right. Here, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Don't allow your spirit to hate on what you want. I'm prophesying because some of y'all is stressed out about how this month bills is going to get taken care of. So when he prophesies, he testifies, and testimony means do it again. So not only if I can't see it, it's harder to get, but also if I don't hear it. Because he says faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word. I'm not just up here like, like keep it real, my God is too big. So that, that $7,000 came in to pay for this building, guess what? That's not like, that's nothing to brag about. Right, my God is paying for churches across the world that's spending over $100,000 a month on their building and, and their operations. What are you talking about? And what God has impregnated us with, come on, $7,000, we need way more money. But how we celebrate over the small. So what I'm trying to help you is I'm trying to help you go into a year understanding what God has planned for you. So... Yesterday, today was paid for. Why you keep saying that, Pastor? Because there is not a day you walk into that that day's provision is not already. Hey! Say, if you, if you receive it, say, I receive it. Come on, come on, come on. 
There's some of you that walked in here last year, your responsibilities kicked your butt. You lived all year worrying. Finances almost crushed your marriage. Let me tell you something. If you're a child of God, you and your spouse should never be arguing over money. If both of y'all trusting in Jehovah Jireh. You should never be down on your husband or your spouse or your wife about money. You should be on your spouse about worshiping and praying and getting to church. Don't ever drive your family to mammon. Let's make a commitment that this year mammon will not rule the spirit of our house. What is mammon? It is the spirit of material possessions. Don't you dare let your household argue over stuff. If money is low, come together and pray against poverty. Pray against lack. But I'm here to tell every sower, if you have sown any amount of seed in 2022, you better expect in 2023 that your harvest is coming. The sower has a right to celebrate before it shows up. Just like the farmer has a right to expect the harvest to come. It's just only a matter of time before my harvest shows up. How many farmers we got in here? How many sowers we got in here? Well, here's your harvest in 2023. Harvest in 2023. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. All right. Oh, Jesus. Sometimes you want to tell the Holy Ghost, sometimes it's stupid, but sometimes you want to tell the Holy Ghost, leave you alone. You're just like, oh, leave me alone. Not, but not right now. So the worship team, y'all go to y'all seats real quick, please. Everyone have a seat, please. I'm only talking this way because I'm trying to keep myself under control. I got a video. Last night it wasn't clear what this year's theme was, and I'm going to make sure you understand what this year's theme is. Okay? You got it? Now, the more we lean in, okay, the more we lean in, the quicker God can get done what he needs to get done, okay? What do I mean by lean in? I want you to sit here tonight and say, gosh darn it, I am not spending my Sunday night in this place to not walk out of here with something that will help my life. So you're going to listen with attentiveness and when that thing hits your spirit, you're going to write it down. You're going to say amen. You're going to say hallelujah. Some people start crying. Some people stand up, don't care what you think, but respond if the sower finds a way to sow a seed in your heart that you can experience. I'm going to show you a video because I need us to understand the times we're in. How many people live in Canada? Everybody that lives in Canada, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Okay. All right. Now put you, you, you look like you're not proud of it. <laughs> She's like, amen, oh, amen. Now, okay. So mostly everybody in here lives in Canada. I need you guys. Can we stop walking around not understanding what's happening prophetically 
with the spiritual realm that hovers this country. The queen passing away is not just a grandmama or a mama passing. There is prophetic implications in the passing of the king. There's a shift in power. You have to understand that this family was a sponsor, an investor in slavery in the beginning of its time. The royal family. And understand what the royal family, it is a trip to think that this one family, they run a kingdom. I know it's hard for some of us to understand because in Northern America, we don't really do kingdom. We just do patrons. We just, we just do whatever the government tells us. But if you understand king and kingdom, when you understand this royal family, do you understand the country you live in, as much as it seems free, there's some stuff that just can't get popping without the queen's approval. To where there's other countries that this country envy. Why? Because they broke away from it. So as much as you're free, Canada, you're really not free. <laughs> this is where this passive aggressiveness comes from. This is where this, this I'm sorry comes from. Because you have not been imparted authority. So you critical over anybody that walk in swag. Anybody that walk like they know what they got going. Anybody. So we persecute America. We talk about Trump. We talk about Barack. We talk about all these other things because there's an insecurity lying within only because you wish you was walking in that level of oomph. I'm not talking about everybody. I'm just talking about what's over our country. <laughs> so when the queen passes and then we see this woman of color. That God places in this young man's life. And he's willing enough to walk away from a kingdom. <laughs> he's willing to give up some of his royal rights. He's willing to give up his inheritance for his love for a nation that don't look like a kingdom that runs a whole lot of stuff. You got to see what God is doing. Real revival will look like all nations. You can't have a church full of racism and prejudice and think you're going to see revival. <laughs> all right. So sometimes God has to raise up people that don't have that unconscious bias. Because there are groups of people on this earth who in order to get by, they had to be more forgiving and more humble than other races of people. So say for me, I couldn't afford to hold grudges or my family wouldn't break out of certain situations. So I had to, yes sir, yes ma'am. <laughs> so I understand really what it's like to lean on a God to get out of bondage. So I'm going to show you a video because it's a video that sums up just kind of this theme that's happening with our 2023 word, which is kingdom reign here now. We are going to see kingdom invade, I'm going to say love quests like never before. 
Let me help somebody. You see how many people in here? This wouldn't fit even in our big tent. So we got to think about if people decide to be faithful beyond the first Sunday of the year because we got New Year's resolutions. Then by the time we show up next Sunday, we got a new problem. As of right now, we don't fit in our current situation. See, y'all don't, y'all don't. But, but before we went into the new year, I told you how accelerated God's blessing was going to be on our life. Okay. All right. So I'm going to show you this video, and then I got to cut the word in half. Okay. Y'all go ahead. Turn your, turn your eyes towards the screen. Lord, I thank you we have ears to hear and eyes to see in Jesus' name. Amen. For us, Love Quest, the word of this year is kingdom reign, here and now. This is a year where we have to live by faith like we've never lived before. There will be temptation to live in our flesh, depend on man, But we have to understand that earthly kingdoms are starting to crumble. And it's only for one reason. Because God says his government shall be upon his shoulder. Why we will see governments crumbling. And what we're about to see is about to see that the kingdoms that man has set up are becoming too heavy for them to carry. The only one that can carry a kingdom and a people is Jesus Christ. I want you to understand how they look at this one family. They are the anointed family of the earth. Think of that. Jesus is the anointed one. But there's people that worship this family. 
Like they just, do you think, I don't know what Julia would do if we had to make a public appearance to show everybody our newborn baby. There is people on streets. There are people watching TV just to see a baby. Who power will be handed over to? There's name changes. That's what God did. From Saul to Paul, from Abram to Abraham. So the earth has to have, try its best to duplicate a kingdom. And the church is so far behind in understanding we are kingdom and we're government. We are the ecclesia, the governing body of Christ. And we have made church out of community, small groups, chips, charcuterie boards, and finding a spouse. But what you saw is people that know how to celebrate. They doing all that. Those is so much symbolism. They know who they are. You see how they dress for breakfast. You're under that kingdom. And you might look at me when I wear a suit on Sunday and say, Pastor T, doing too much. Well, why? you don't even know what you under. I came to show you, you royalty. Yeah, you'll get it one day. You'll get it one day. How, how arrogant of you. No, you're, am I arrogant for trying to call you up to the position that you've been lied to to live under? I want you to understand you're part of a kingdom. And they said, Canada, you just go be, you'll be a part of a commonwealth. That's why places like Australia and places from Africa, it's easier for them to get in here than, than a person from the States. Because you're a part of a common, so we'll give you these little treats and benefits, and we'll help you make trades, but we're going to keep some of the profit. And so there was a time where you took a little bit just to have a, a, a <laughs> you took a little bit just to have a taste of freedom, but not true freedom. It's like a dog with a real long leash. And you got room to play, but you go too far. And that's why it's just like there's something in your spirit that, that, that's being birthed, that's big. But we always hit this, this little ceiling, easily offended, can't have real conversations, afraid of controversy. And then someone comes along. That's loud. No, you're American. No, I'm not loud because I'm American. (laughs) Oh, I know why you can't trust me. They didn't trust Jesus. I know know why accountability is hard. See, as, as glorious as that kingdom family look, do you know what they have to give up? They don't live normal lives. Therefore, if you're going to be a true citizen to God's kingdom, you can't try to fit in. You got to accept your inheritance and your relationship to a king and understand you are a called out sent one. Your goal, understand, he says the gathering of the saints, correct? So as somebody, my wife came and told me the other day something she saw, it is not your pastor job. So it's not your job to bring unsaved people so your pastor can minister to them. 
It is my job to equip the church so you can minister to your friends. So you can evangelize your family. That's okay. That's why we started a church so we can preach every Sunday. So we can kingdom reign here now. This will be a year. Remember these three words. This will be a year of movement, momentum, and monuments. Don't write it down. Try to remember it. But when the devil come hitting you upside your head and you don't have no vision for your, few, for your, for your year, or can I just call it how it is? This, this word going to make some people mad. Or you're a hater and you go say, Pastor T can't tell me what my year going to look like. You, guess what? You're right. Say you're right. I cannot. I'm just obedient. And what I'm telling you is there's a corporate word that girds under your family's word. There is a overall word God is saying for his body and then his finger got a word. But his finger's word aligns with the hand. And then the word for the hand aligns with the arm and the word for the arm aligns with the body. As much as you want to be a cut-off toe that stay around the body, it just don't work. <laughs> All right, let's move past the first, first slide. Can I, can I give you guys a few scriptures and, 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 and some word, and then we're going to go, okay? Um, pray for us this week as we try to facilitate. I really believe in my heart that 90% of the people in this room will be showing up Sunday after Sunday. I believe that the devourer is rebuked and every piece of harvest in this room, you will not be devoured. If God has called you to this place in 2023, then I declare that a, a, a spirit of discipline will be upon you so that you can be, live a rooted life in Christ. Yes. Now faith. Say now faith. Now faith, now faith, now faith. is the assurance not insurance, assurance, the for showness. It's the confirmation, and you don't get a confirmation for nothing else but for something that is done. Of the things, I want you to understand what faith is for. Faith is not to exist in heaven. Faith is to, ex it is to partake in heaven on earth. But when we get to heaven, we won't need faith. For what? There's no things. We hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. You can't tell me I ain't going to make it. That's faith. It might not look like I'm making it. It might look like I'm in ninth place, but I heard a word that said I'm going to end in the top three. So I might be cramping up. I might be throwing up. I might be dehydrated, but I'm going to keep it pushing because I got a word that told me I'm going to finish in the top three. Perceiving as real fact what is not revealed who am I talking to today? 
that you've been believing for something and you may not have tangible evidence of it, but something won't let you give up because you swear on the inside God told you. Who are you? Raise your hand right where you are, right where you are. Let me tell you something. What's happening on the inside of you is faith. And I'm telling you to get what he said, all you need is faith. So for the rest of this year, I don't care how long it takes to show up. If you got it on the inside, if you got evidence, if you got for showness, let me tell you, it's going to show up. It's going to show up. It is done, it is so, it is well. You can start celebrating for whatever God told you right now. Because here's the key. It said faith perceiving as real fact. I'm talking about that thing you share with people and you wish you didn't because when you share it, it's unbelievable. They can't see how you even go. What you talking about? What you talking about, Mary? You ain't even had sex yet. How you going to have a baby? I'm talking about that crazy. You applying for a job you don't even qualify for, but something told you just turn in the application. Come on, just turn in the application. You, you got something on your lips that God told you to declare and you turn to heaven and say, that don't even make sense, God. But I'm telling you, if God is putting the utterance on your lips, release your tongue right now and just put it in the atmosphere. If healing seems so radical for you, I want you right now in this room to say, by his stripes, I am healed. He said, perceiving as, I want you to, it's a very key fact. This is a very key fact. You ready? 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 Hey, you ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? Hey, you ready? 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 It's not revealed. It's not revealed. Say, it's not revealed. To the senses. Say, it's not revealed. Say, it's not revealed. It's not revealed. To the senses. This is what you got to understand. <laughs> this has nothing to do. With if you could taste it, see it, or smell it, or sense it. <laughs> this has nothing to do with goosebumps. And this has nothing to do with other people sensing it for you. You don't have to have no agreement. You don't have to go to nobody and say, what you think? Because you ask the wrong person what they think, like Joseph. Don't be Joseph in 2023. It does not have to be felt. It does not have to be seen. It does not have to be smelled. This is all based off a word. Everything is a seed. An apple seed goes into the ground and it impregnates the soil. 
So we're not dealing with a seed issue. We're dealing with a soil issue. Fix your heart. Fix the soil of your heart. God is not out of seed. And this is why sometimes it's hard for you to get excited about the seeds that are being spoken and thrown in this room because your soil does not receive it. But then you got people with good soil and they like, give me that. Give me that. My ground is tilled. I removed the stones out of my ground. I am ready for a word from God. And then some people come in here, the word get thrown to you. You catch it. And you're reasoning and you're spectating and you're judging and you're critical and you can't even allow the word to get. That's called stony ground. I thank God for a new heart. This year, the Lord said, tell the people six things. Number one, let it shine. Oh, man. I'm going to take my cap off on this one. Let it shine. Can I talk to you? I wish I had time for all these 50 slides I got up here, but I ain't got no time. Amen. Say, let it shine. What, 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 this is what the Lord says about this. So today and next week is going to be very instructional and things of that nature. And then we're going to get into the meat of what the kingdom is. But let it shine. In 2023, you cannot let anyone dim your light. You have to remove yourself from all haters and doubters. And if they're in your family, you just have to manage your time with them. It's some haters you just can't escape. Because as soon as you walk to the door, they on the couch. Am I talking to any family right now? Don't look. Just keep looking straight. Amen. Just keep looking straight. It can, and, and it's worse. It's, it's worse. Hey, it could be your spouse. It could be your kids. Hey, hey, hey. It, it, it could be anybody. When you live with a hater, it, and it, so, so don't go home and tell your husband that Pastor T said, I got to move out because you be hating. <laughs> No, you married a hater, guess what? You got to stay with a hater. <laughs> you thought they was just hating on everybody else. A hater is a hater. And when you become theirs, now you can be hated on because you ain't going nowhere. I don't know, I'm talking to some couple right now, but that's okay. That's a word from the Lord. Receive it. So let it shine. Number two, do not allow yourself to digest anything that is spoken or perceived against what God said. And when I say don't digest it, don't even have a conversation with the word. This year, you have to quickly hear and forget. Somebody going to come to you and tell you something that's contrary to what God said, and you got to be like, no problem, thank you. Do not receive every prophetic word. Some, you got parking lot prophets that come up to you after the church because the word, the thing is stirring. And they come up with an off word. No, it's not a new word. It's off. 
This is why you got to listen. Stop being excited thinking God telling you everything. No, you got to listen. And I'm telling you, there's always something in there. Like I had a lady come up to us after church and said, hey, I got a word for one of your worshipers. And then she came up and the first thing came out of her mouth. I'm a prophetess. I don't have a church home, but I just travel to prophesy. Okay, go ahead. Tell me that word. First of all, you ain't rooted nowhere. Number two, you have no accountability. So you a prophet, but you ain't heard God about gathering with the saints. Hey, beware of prophets with holes in their satchel. So let it shine. Say, let it shine. This, this is going to be a bright year for you. And then the last part of this is don't even let yourself hate on yourself. Oh, you're going to have a, a wrestling year because the worst hater that you got to fight is you. How many people ever hated on themselves? Raise your hand. Every, everybody in here that hated on themselves. Elder John, raise your hand. Raise, oh, you write down. Amen. He wrote it. He write. He writing it down. Amen. Amen. No, he was. He was writing. He was writing. He was writing. Look, look. That when you're telling yourself you can't do something, this is a year you got to stop disqualifying yourself. Okay. Now, now you got to be careful when I say this. This is the year God says, try it one more time. This has nothing to do with your ex. Okay, let me get that out the way right now. <laughs> I just, somebody just went, ah, oh man. Nope, this has nothing to do with your ex. <laughs> no, no, the Lord said, try it again. The last time you tried it, it wasn't the season. And you have written it off, so you thought you lost passion for something. The Lord said, no, you didn't lose passion. I switched your desires only to keep you from having a spiritual abortion. Because you were about to give birth to something too early, and your frustration in doing something in the wrong season would have called you to give up for the rest of your life. But the said, Lord said, this year, Try it again. I am going to reignite your passion for that thing you thought was over. Remember this. I ain't talking about your ex. Hallelujah. Some of y'all put down dancing. Let me, yep. This, the Lord said, pick dancing back up. But because of your age, you're going to have to, your, your, your diet going to have to change. Because I'm asking you to get back into dancing, but not die dancing. <laughs> okay, amen. You're going to have to work out. Just don't start dancing. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Number two, the Lord says, let it go. In 2023, it's going to be a lot of letting it go. Some stuff that you have. You got to let it go. But some stuff that come your way, you're going to have to let opportunities pass. I'm trying to help anybody in here tonight. Not every opportunity that presents itself is the one God designed for this year. 
And everything that you leave on the table, do not get the attitude that you're passing something up. No, you want everything in the right time. Let it go. Let it die. Stop trying to resurrect something God killed. That's why I said for the X, it's over. I know you think nobody can outdo your last man. Yes, they can. <laughs> he, ain't, he wasn't all that. He was just the only thing. Okay, so stop discrediting yourself. I got folks checking their weave in there. They're like, oh, my God. He got some Patty LaBelle's in here tonight, like, hallelujah. <laughs> Say, let it go. Let it die. Here you go. Number three, the Lord says, let it rise. Let it rise. There are some things that God is about to bring into your life, and some stuff you're going to want to put it down, some stuff you're going to want to walk away from. The Lord said, let it rise. Hey, your confidence going to rise this year. Don't apologize for being bolder. Don't apologize for looking cuter. <laughs> Don't apologize. Don't apologize for your testimony. Don't apologize for the experience God has afforded you. Don't apologize for your inheritance. Say, let it rise. Opportunities will come your way and people will wonder. Let it, let it rise. Some things are about to elevate in your life. Promotion is about to come. Let it rise. Then Lord says, let it flow. This year, let it be a year that you let go of control. Focus on the things you can control and let things that you can't control go. Number, two, number five, let it come. Lord, whatever you have for me, I'm open. You ready? You can be open and still not ready. <laughs> and then lastly rest and know that wombs are opening stones are turning tombs are shattering scales are dissolving off of eyes and hope is rising Shikaba. I'm going to skip through a lot of this because I got some chunky things to leave you with. Okay? Yeah, here you go. All right, y'all give me 10 minutes, okay? Say 10. All right, some of y'all said that too, too aggressive. Amen. 10. Amen. It's all good. Sure. 
In those days, John the Baptist appeared preaching in the wilderness of Judea along the western side of the Dead Sea and saying, repent, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, regret past sins, live your life. Remember this scripture from last night? And we remember that we prepared the road. God helped us prepare the road. He continued to proclaim to all the, tr- all the truths of God's kingdom realm. Say God's kingdom realm. And he said, speaking triumphantly. Say speaking triumphantly. I want to show you something. Acts 17, we see that the apostles preached Jesus and his resurrection. Okay? Jesus and his resurrection. I want you to understand what the apostles preached. They they didn't preach. um, When he preached Jesus, they preached, yeah, he died. But we got to get into, we got to get you past the cross. Jesus is not even there. He rose. Okay. We go forward. He says that they preach Jesus. In Jesus, there is a resurrection from the dead. What is the gospel of the kingdom? That victory is yours. What is the kingdom? Is kingdom reign. It means what, is, what was dead is now about to rise. What was lost is now about to be found. What was blind is now about to see. And what had a sting now no longer has a sting. Okay, I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read it again. What is kingdom reigning 2023? It means what was dead is now about to what? Rise. What was lost is what? Now about to be found. What was blind is what? Now about to see. And what had a sting now no longer has a sting. You see in Acts 17. What strange ideas is this babbler trying to present? Others said he's peddling some kind of foreign religion. And what he said, they are preaching the kingdom. The devil don't mind you living at the cross. What he don't want you to do is get up. He wants you having false humility and and pity parties. And, you know, I told somebody the other day, I gave him a compliment. He was like, no, 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 no. That's all God. You just don't got no point of living then. These way, I wish one of these worshipers would come after all that singing for 30 minutes and be like, no, 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 that wasn't me. That false humility that has been implanted in the church, like somehow Jesus can't handle us taking credit. No, he don't mind us getting credit. He wants glory. Credit is a cheap version of glory. (laughs) He don't care about you taking credit. Think of what credit is. (laughs) Credit. 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 (laughs) When you take credit, You're borrowing glory. (laughs) So when I take credit, I just owe him glory. That's all he wants. He don't mind me taking credit as long as I give him what? Glory. (laughs) 
Barren seasons are ceasing. And seasons of bearing bountiful fruit is descending upon us. All right. All right, bring it down. I only got nine more minutes left. <laughs> Hold on, I'm fast forwarding through something real quick. Where are we going to end this thing? Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Jesus was once asked by the Jewish religious leaders, when will God's kingdom come? When will God's kingdom what? Come. Jesus responded, God's kingdom does not come simply by obeying principles or waiting for signs. This is what the church has been doing. Waiting for revival. And you don't even know what revival looks like. We've been waiting for some. Well, go home another Sunday. Guess yeah, that was a good word. But when's the last time you experienced heaven on earth? We're not even hungry for that. We just want to hear a nice little lesson and be inspired and then be able to say we go to church. And then we, we try to find a church to say we belong to a church so we don't feel guilty for not being a part of a church. But rarely, it's probably 20% of the people come to church expecting God to move. God's kingdom does not come simply by obeying or waiting for signs. Listen, the kingdom is not discovered in one place or another. For God's kingdom realm is already expanding within some of you. Some of you, where's the kingdom? In some of you, look, 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 the kingdom is in everybody, but it's only expanding in some of us. So when we're praising, guess what? As my lungs are expanding to breathe, the kingdom is expanding for me to move forward. This is why I worship, because the kingdom is expanding. And when the kingdom expands, I get stronger. The gospel of the kingdom must be released, reverberated, and reenacted as it is the only hope that man has to taste and see the king on earth as it is in heaven. It must be released. It must be reverberated, and it must be reenacted. I can't hide the goodness of God, and I can't hide my transformation, and I can't hide my revelation, and I can't hide God's goodness. I'm an ambassador. I have to reenact his goodness. I have to reenact his faithfulness. I got to reenact his joy. I have to reenact his peace. And he says, whoever, he says, he says, as you go into the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel, the entire human race, the entire what? Human, all nations. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved, and whoever does not believe good news will be condemned. And these miracles and signs will accompany or follow those who believe. Oh, you can't follow nothing that ain't moving. So no wonder the church don't see signs and wonders, because guess what we ain't been doing? Moving. 
We, we spent the whole pandemic complaining to the government about how we can't go into a building. But you got people during uh, uh, justice movements or injustice movements was having rallies. The church didn't know that you can go take up any one of them public spaces for free. So guess what we did? We had a prayer rally. And we had church in the what? Streets. And we worshiped downtown. No, the, the, the church doors closing wasn't a government issue. It was a kingdom of darkness issue. And the only way you push back the kingdom of darkness is through praise and worship and prayer. Not complaining and cussing people out and being angry. A picket sign ain't never got nobody delivered. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry for all my freedom fighters out here. He said they will drive out what? demons so what we can expect in 2023 is that signs and wonders will follow us because we are moving but he didn't say only follow uh, elder john he said a company what does a company mean they're gonna be with us so you should be frustrated if you ain't seeing signs and wonders the kingdom coming means the demons fleeing Close with Romans 1.16. Say this, demonstration is the expectation for 2023. He says, for I am not ashamed. And you guys got to pay close attention. And I want you to chew on this revelation all week. Chew on this revelation. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Christ, or the good news of the kingdom. You ready? For it is. What is it? Come on, talk to me. What, 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 is, what is it? I am unashamed of the gospel for the gospel is God's power working. I need you to pay attention very closely. For the gospel is God's power working. Unto salvation for deliverance from eternal death. Okay, go back because this is what I want you to get. The gospel is not salvation. The gospel is God's power. And this is why the enemy don't want you sharing the gospel. Because when you release the gospel, you release God's what? Power. And this is why the Bible says Jesus went teaching in the synagogues. And you saw miracles, signs, and wonders. Because God is obligated to show up after the word is released. Because the word carries God's what? Power. The gospel message is not salvation. The gospel message is the power of God. It, the power of God is concealed in the gospel message. The power of the gospel of the kingdom releases God's power for salvation. Oh, you got you to gotta carry this differently. You got to see this, you guys. You got to see this. This year, God's calling us to go public. Let me, let me help you. I'm public. Look, all y'all listening to me, 
I'm public. But every last one of y'all are carrying something in you and you're going places I can't go. I need you to understand sharing the gospel is not about you. It's about God and what he wants to do in other people's lives. This is going to be a soul winning year. Look, this room is filled because me and Pastor Julia decided to go public with the gospel, not a business plan. Uh, What we're going to learn when we start back on Wednesdays, that God always provides for fishers of men. Here's a prophetic picture. He told Peter, go to the fish and open his mouth. He called you to be fishers of what? Men. God always provides for soul winners. Whoever he's calling you to has your provision in their mouth. So I can tell you about how God has provided for me and my family. It's not because we're smart. It's not because we're wise. We are smart. We are wise. But this is why. It's because you were before anything else. This has to be a year where you care about what God cares about. Your coworker will not be saved. Your husband will not be changed by complaining. But you speak the gospel. I share the gospel with my kids. I share the gospel with my wife. She shared the gospel with me. I share the gospel with you. Why? It's because the preaching of the gospel. Last night we had 300 people. Oh, you think it was because you invited. Yeah, you did, but the gospel prepared the way for them to even come in this place. You had the audacity to invite somebody to church because you believed in the power of God's presence and you found a place where God's presence is. But here's the responsibility. You have to begin to share the gospel. How do you share the gospel? Share your testimony. Yes, invite people to church. How do you share the gospel? Be a demonstration. Don't be unfaithful calling people to go to a church you might not show up to. Can, can I talk to you? Some of y'all got friends that come to church on days. They be like, where's such and such at? Don't you ever bring somebody to a church you barely at? No, when you call somebody somewhere, you're called to walk with them. Do not let anything get in the way of your gathering of the saints. There's power here. There's miracles here. Worship team, come up. There's, there's joy here. There's encouragement here. We've seen people's businesses grow because they're planted and rooted it's a difference between going to church and being rooted in a church people that are rooted always prosper we about to see the kingdom in our households we about to see the kingdom in our finances we about to see the kingdom in our city And no, hey, hey, Elder John, (laughs) Canada don't even understand how ready it is for kingdom invasion. Your entire existence, you have ministries. (laughs) In your secular place, you got ministries. 
the system is built on royalty. <laughs> if you trace your lineage back, you're connected to royalty. You're connected to systems. I really believe that little old Canada, I only call it little because you see your, your place is little, is about to host one of the greatest revivals the world has ever seen. Come on. Come on. Come on. I believe God for it. This, how, this, this is how smart God is. He found a place on the earth. And, and I believe Canada is in one of the top three. There's 98% of the globe that's gathered. You, you think I'm about to say the country. No, this city, this greater Vancouver. 98% of the globe. And you know what people do? Especially that's a part of the Commonwealth. They move here. And there's so many families that work and send money back home. <laughs> um, some of you guys have family in other countries that your seed sown here is connected to revival there. Yep. Yep. You think you sowing for here. No, you sowing for here, but this is the epicenter of what's about to happen there. 98%. There was a young man serving here last night, and I thought he was about to tell me to get off the countertops. He walked up and said, this is my first New Year's Eve in this country. I've never seen a celebration like this. Listen, he's from a place that celebrates. First time here in Canada, his first experience of a great celebration was in the presence of Jesus Christ. If revival breaks out here, let me tell you, I'm talking about citywide. It's already broken out at Love Quest. It has to hit the world. Why? Because the world lives here. But what God needs you to do is spread the gospel. So when we start Wednesday nights in the first week of February, we're going to continue with soul winning. We're going to equip you on how to be a witness because we will witness to this city. Soul winning is a real thing. Okay. Father, I thank you for your love and your kindness and your faithfulness. You are great, and you are worthy to be praised. Lord, you've already started in 2023 doing the ridiculous. But I thank you that you have already counted, calculated, figured out how we will handle this great revival. You've already provided financially. You've already sent skillful, willing men and women to serve and to build. Lord, I thank you that this year you will do exceeding, abundantly, 
above all that we could ask, think, or imagine. According to the power of the kingdom that is at work within us. It is settled in heaven. Your will be done. Your word is settled in heaven. Your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to ask you to do something. Okay? Everybody listening? We're going to do three things. Number one, we are going to write on an offering envelope. So we're going to do offering a little different tonight. We're not just going to do, but what we're going to do is allow you to give, do your offering, fill it out at your seat. On the back of it, you're going to write your word for your family. I'll share mine. My family and I, we've come in agreement. My wife, our word for 2023 is wholeness. So there are some things that contribute to us not walking in wholeness. There's habits that I have and I've had that I'm committed for an entire year to cut out of my life. Is it going to be hard? Yes, because it's been a habit I've had all my life. But I have to cut it in order to get wholeness. Everything that's in the way of your wholeness isn't bad. It's just out of context. So what is the word for your household? I want you to fill out your offering envelope, whatever you plan to give tonight. I pray that more people contribute to us being in this space. But before you contribute, I just want you to know it's already paid for. Okay? Amen. (laughs) Amen. I'm sorry I'm growling at your son. Amen. My bad. And Usher, you guys can hand out envelopes. Though, If we have anybody that want to give, um, just raise your hand. Get an envelope really quickly. Sweetie, can you get us an envelope? This is the first night of the year. What are you going to sow? In what condition of your heart are you going to sow? And on the back, you need one word that's for your family. And we're going to pray over that word. We're going to pray over that word. Okay? Say one. one. Come on. Say one. one. That's the first thing. Right after that, while we're doing that. Our worship team is going to sing, and you're going to sing with us. After you fill out your envelope, what we're going to do is we're going to ask everybody at your lid, just come up and bring your offering envelope to the altar and just lay it on the platform. You got that? Say, got that. And then right after that, we're going to pray over the offering, and we have roughly, say roughly, 30 minutes of live turn up. We got scribe music. Who is an amazing, I said, we got scribe, come over here, brother. We, us dark-skinned people, we got to get in the light. Some, some of us dark-skinned people got to get in the light, all right? Here's scribe music. Amen. So, hey, 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 let me, let me tell you something. Ain't nothing cheesy about the hip-hop and the music that happens in here. This is about to be the most craziest year for music in this house. Oh, we about to get in order. Okay, now look. He's about to give you some music. And let me tell you, he's a dope, dope, dope artist. Okay, he don't just sing. He got bars. 
Okay? He's going to do some song. He's going to do a set. And then me and, me and uh, what's your name? Adam, we're going to close out with two songs. Is that cool? And then our team is going to break down and we're going to go home. And this will be the most memorable New Year's Eve. One of the most memorable New Year's Eve we've ever had. Y'all got that? So if you are giving by card, by tap, or you can look on the screen, there's ways you can give electronically. And what you're going to do, even if you're going to the tap, wait till we're done, but still fill out the envelope and bring it up forward. Please put your clear name, your clear address, and even if you're given a seed you're not proud of, don't crumble it up. Be proud of your seed. Okay? All right. Worship team. If you need an envelope, lift your hands up. We're going to come up in just a moment. Amen. All right. I think we're good. And, and the giving kiosk, if you need tap or anything like that, is over there um, on that side. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Can you stretch your hand towards? The, oh, we got one more. We got one more. Amen. Amen. We got another one. We got another one and another one. Come on. Come on. Come on. He, he doing it. I want, I want people to understand. There's some people that will go to church. A couple people, they, will never, they, will, they never give. There's another group of people that struggle to give. And there's another group of people they'll give, but they'll complain about giving. Let me help people in here that's complaining about giving. Stop giving. You do not have to give. Totally fine. Okay, I want to make sure you understand you're not building this church. Jesus is. But the faith that it takes for a family to say, God, I want you to understand what these buckets say. This bucket doesn't say, Love Quest needs money. These buckets say, God, I trust you. <laughs> these buckets don't say, Pastor T need a salary. Let me help you. We started the church without one. 
this bucket says that God is faithful. Okay? And this bucket says that we believe in generations to come. And we want to leave an inheritance. While we help Apple get rich. So we're going to leave our kids computers. But not faith. Let's think about our priorities. These buckets say, God, you've been good to me. I could preach a whole message right now called bucket. So you understand what this bucket means so the enemy stops fighting you against giving. Because as long as seed has your heart, then God can't get it. But this bucket says, God, I trust you. God, you're faithful. God, you will provide. God, I'm believing. God, I need you. God, I believe in the vision. God, I want to leave an inheritance of faith and kingdom behind. I'm not just praying for healing, but I'm believing for healing. For where where your treasures is, there will your heart be also. What this bucket says is, God, you have my heart. Right? There's some dates you'll take to, 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 to Wendy's and there's some dates you'll take to the steakhouse. Where your heart at with the one with the steakhouse? You trying to impress him or her. The one you take to Wendy's, you like, well, well, you know, I'm just lonely tonight. Stretch your hand towards these offering envelopes. Praise God for these elder shoulders and their biceps. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Say seed, Seed. go, Go. grow, Grow. harvest, I'll see you real soon. Harvest, get home where you belong. In Jesus' name, amen. As soon as we walk in the room, everything changed. Everything changed. Everything changed. As soon as we walk in the room, Thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at LoveQuestINTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man. As soon as we walk in the room, everything changed. Everything changed. Everything changed.